Welcome to the Larry Lakers, where tonight it's another win. The Los Angeles Lakers 134, the Memphis Grizzlies 107. And better than that, it's a franchise record equaling win with 22 three-pointers made at a massive 62.9%. 22 three-pointers. Is it possible to regress upwards? Regression upwards to the mean. Usually you regress back to the mean. But the Lakers tonight, they're on fire from three to find out about that and more you're listening to the larry lakers having a look on youtube and please go to the podcast please give us a like please subscribe do us a favor there subscribe on the youtube give us a like and a review and uh, subscribe on the podcast anthony davis 27 minutes tonight 7 of 11 shooting there five or six he didn't take any of his famous three-point attempts plus 21 and the real plus minus for 19 points 20 27 minutes, 19 points, didn't need to play in the third quarter. The Lakers, they had the Calzones, first quarter Calzones, we want Calzones. First quarter, Calzones. The Lakers, they jumped up and won another first quarter. Second game in a row. They did it against Portland, and now they've done it against Memphis. 37-26. Of course, it helped it was a home game. It helped a bit that Memphis were a little bit shorthanded. The second quarter was another win as well. That's even better. 37-25. Went a bit quiet in the uh, third quarter. Well, we didn't go quiet, but Memphis, we didn't stop them. They got 35 points to our 33, and we finished strongly 27-21 in the fourth and we did need to put back on LeBron and AD that could be the best type of load management the Lakers go to 6-5 and five on the season 5-0 and oh, heading in we were 4-0 5-0 and oh. Five and oh at home now 4-0 and oh was the uh, best record since 2019 the best record since 2019 for the lakers that's exciting we'll have a look at all your questions before we do ad as we said 27 minutes he's got 11 rebounds five assists and six blocks six blocks he got a stack of blocks there including on the defensive player of the year there jaron jackson and uh, 19 points for ad torian prince got the 29 minutes 50 percent there he got three or six he got two or five of those from the three-point line and it looked like everyone was starting to find their three could be credit to coach Darvin Ham who said Darvin Ham said himself I think we're going to uh, settle in get find our spots and hit some threes hopefully that wasn't just hopeful thinking from Darvin Ham plus nine eight points there uh, plus nine is real Minus, uh, real plus minus. Victorian Prince, eight points. And uh, LeBron James, here's the good news just 23 minutes in terms of load management. Six of 11 from field goals. Got his first three, then started to try and bring us back down to the average. But then he hit a couple and got back to three out of six himself, 50% there for LeBron. Nine rebounds, all of them defensive, as tends to be the go now. The only worry I've got for LeBron is turnovers. They're starting to stack up in this 39th. A year of age, plus 15 though, he's still the master and 16 points. He's real plus uh, minus of 15. 16 points for LeBron, 23 minutes. That's magic. Maybe he's playing to whatever number he's wearing these days. I'm glad he's not wearing the six anymore. Uh, Cam Reddish, 25 minutes there. He did look good defensively. Starting to hit that corner three and LeBron's looking for him, of course. Plus 16 and he's real plus. 10 points for Cam Reddish there. Three or five from three point land. 
land and uh, a couple of rebounds. He's sorry, just the one defensive, two assists and uh, no turnovers there, which has been nice. We had a great game in terms of turnovers last game. No player with more than one there against Portland. And uh, D'Angelo Russell, what a good game he had at one stage there. He hit 12 points in a row when the Lakers went on a 15-0 run in that third quarter, despite giving a few more points up to the Memphis Grizzlies. D'Angelo Russell, 27 minutes. He's got 24 points, 24 points. So he's led all scorers, D'Angelo. It's been coming at last. We said he's been learning how to play well by raising his assists when he hasn't quite hit the threes. But tonight, he hit the threes. D'Angelo Russell, 6 of 8 from three-point land. So 27 minutes, 6 of 8 from three. Plus 25 in his real plus minus, 24 points for D'Angelo to lead all scorers. He wasn't far behind that. It was Rui Hachimura off the bench. So Davis, Prince, LeBron James, Cam Reddish, and D'Angelo Russell's the starters. Repeat, Davis, Prince, LeBron James, Cam Reddish, and D'Angelo Russell as starters. But no one there has exceeded more than 27 minutes. That's Davis with 27 and D'Angelo with 27. Rui Hachimura, 24 minutes there off the bench he hit three or three from his threes he hit four or four from his uh, free throws handy three rebounds but he was hitting those long mid-range shots not much arc on them he was plus six in the real plus for 23 points so d'angelo 24 rui hachimore uh, uh, 23 let's have a look at christian wood christian wood 22 minutes. Would you have ever thought this when you drafted, or selected Christian Wood or signed him as a free agent? 10 rebounds, but just two points in 22 minutes. So he's been willing to go quietly there. He did hit one of eight. He was willing to throw a few up, but he's working in with the team and uh, plus nine, whereas I think in other teams, he might have kept pushing for those points. Empty calories, some people call them, or he's scoring without affecting winning in some of his previous clubs, but this time scoring a little less, but hopefully affecting winning more. Christian Wood with the Lakers. Uh, some of the bench got on there. Jackson Hayes, he got 21 minutes. So we were able to give uh, Anthony Davis quite a rest. And we're also able to get Jackson Hayes on at the same time at times with uh, Anthony Davis and Christian Wood on at the same time. But 21 minutes is a good lot of minutes when you consider Davis himself played 27. He's hit four or four. A lot of dunks. I think they all four might have been dunks from Jackson Hayes. Have a look at that. A couple of beautiful lobs, some bounce passes as well, some beautiful lobs there from Russell, and uh, one where he shot a free throw. Have a look at this one if you can get the replays. Shot a free throw. He got his first one, missed his second, but stepped in to grab the rebound and took off and dunked it. It is a highlight reel, but there's a few highlight reels there from Jackson Hayes. Have a look at him. Plus six on the reel, plus 11 points. Uh, when a team gets out there towards 25 points, it's going to be a lot of real plus minuses. Uh, uh, sorry, Austin Reeves, 29 minutes. So he's played more minutes than anyone uh, in the starters. As we said, 27 was the top minutes for the starters there in the form of Davis and D'Angelo Russell. But Austin Reeves, 29 minutes, 5 of 9, 4 of 4 from 3, and some of them were super deep. 
Austin's got his groove back. Austin Reeves, plus 13. Let's see about his assists. He's hit seven assists there. As we said, D'Angelo had five assists in his 24. Austin has had a very good seven. Now, would you have ever thought this? He's got 12 rebounds there at, for his 16 points. I think he had his rebounds at 11 before he had double figures in the points. Max Christie got on there in the uh, just towards the fourth quarter, nine minutes there, and he himself hit a nice little three to get us to the uh, equal franchise record of 22 three-pointers made there. Well done, the Lakers. We'll just do a short pod tonight because they turn around tomorrow and play again. Uh, field goals, this was good news. 58% from the Lakers, but you will not believe this. 58% field goals, 63% three-point shooting, 62.9 to be exact. Um, look, they started pretty well, Memphis. They did have some injuries, to be fair, and that's one of our listeners asked that. They've got a fair few players out. Stephen Adams, uh, Joe Moran, of course, on suspension, famously. Um, and uh, unfortunately, Marcus Smart, uh, late first quarter, early second, passed the ball. Or, uh, the ball was passed. He turned to see what was going on. And he was in the air having jumped to try and stop a three-pointer or a deep pass from Austin Reeves. And he's turned to watch the pass, but his foot has landed on Austin Reeves' foot there. So defender in the air he was. Marcus Smart, he's landed, rolled his ankle. And then, um, yeah, they they, uh, had just too many injuries. They were a little short going in. Still had good players like uh, Jaron Jackson there. Uh, Marcus Smart himself. Um, Baines, the great three-point shooter there from the finals. But um, they, uh, Kennard as a three-point shooter, but they just weren't um, strong enough or deep enough uh, for the Lakers. And they edged away first quarter, but uh, after that Marcus Smart injury, they edged away a little bit more and uh, got the game out. The good news is that it was sort of a load management of the nice style we were up by points. Um, massive there. Assists, the Lakers got 30 to 28 there. Blocks 10 to 9. They got a few blocks on our players. Uh, as you would imagine there, they've got guys uh, <laughs> uh, that can can block a shot in the form of Jaron Jackson there, the Defensive Player of the Year. Um, and But the bad news is we had 19 turnovers. You wouldn't mind seeing uh, that eradicated, those turnovers if you're the Lakers coach. As we said, uh, a little sloppy defense Defensively and possibly turnovers their third quarter, where we let Memphis get 35 to our 33. Moving right along for the team is is the questions: Is it possible to regress upwards to the mean from Magic at Figueroa? Well, a funny question in that mathematically, I think you usually regress means get regression going backwards. But um, we, for a change, were overdue. Perhaps we were due to go up, and uh, we certainly did today. How about that? It won't be many times you can think 62. 2.9% uh, from three-point land. What's this about a franchise records in threes? Sean of Abbey takeaway. Well, Sean, today uh, we tied that record. 22 made three-pointers. There was a chance to get it past that. Would have been a great game to do it. And it's another one in the in-season tournament, Sean says. Yes, 
it is, the Lakers, who would have known that uh, the mid-season tournament, the in-season tournament, uh, has turned their uh, games around. The one against Phoenix, and now this one today. Uh, we'll play tomorrow against the Kings. That's just a normal uh, in-season game. But then we've got a game against Portland, again in the in-season tournament. How many times have the Lakers led at halftime this season, says Big Fins? Well, you won't believe it. Uh, zero. Zero times until the day. This was the first time the Lakers have led from ha at halftime. So we've played 10 games and we hadn't led at halftime. A bit of a bad sign there. A little bit of sloppiness on the uh, concentration and, and in games quarter to quarter. Big fins, great question. Zero was the score, but today was the first time the Lakers have led at halftime. Is the point differential a thing in the in-season tournaments a question here from Tim Huggs? Yes, it is, yes, but it was still worth resting the guys there in the fourth quarter. And the good news is, Tim Huggs, that uh, the team, Tim Huggs Destination Anywhere, I think you can Facebook them for uh, travel uh, quotes, but um, the good news is that even resting those guys, they increased the lead in that third, uh, fourth quarter. Have a look at it. They won that fourth quarter and increased the margin. So point differential is a thing in the end season. The only team at the moment in that pool that looks like they could worry the Lakers are the Utah Jazz, who uh, had a win today, but the Lakers kept that point differential up and uh, increased it on Utah. So the next game against Portland will matter, and then the game against Utah will be all important, I think, in setting up our seating in this uh, pool. Is the best kind of load management this kind? D Styles Styles at the nation's capital, an old basketballer himself, I think. Well, D Styles, I think you're right. This is the best type, where you get out third quarter and you've got such a lead, you can rest fourth quarter. Those low minutes for LeBron were a godsend. And uh, great question. I think uh, I was watching the post game and Robert Ory was even saying that's the best kind of load management. What about the altercation, AD and Santi Aldama. Well, this Santi Aldama, uh, there was a long pass, and uh, AD, of course, he got jostled a bit, got the pass, made the dunk, and uh, Aldama, of course, has had to get the ball, step out, and he's bumped him on the way out and in, and the, he had his forearm out a little bit as he took it. Lakers, of course, on the replay are saying, look, that, that's just him, send him off. But thank gosh that in such an important game, we didn't play the way we did with Portland. We looked like we would early, where we'd let them in and out, and we'd get out again and let them back in the lead, back into the game, sorry, as they did against Portland. But thank gosh that AD did not get a double technical or get sent off in that altercation. Things calmed down a bit, think. Heavens, they did. But Sandy Aldama actually, I think, got his spirit up. And he played a bit of a good game. He looked like a bit of a fine there for the Memphis Grizzlies. So the altercation, yeah, a little bit of push and shove, tech foul, and any players running towards it. Uh, I think it was Russell and Baines. And their coach, who I think was just coming on to ask a question, how come there's two tech fouls so quickly? And um, and why was his player tech fouled? And it looked like AD counter-shoved and, and pushed him to the ground. But... Uh, 
the two tech fouls cancelled out, and the one on the coach meant that the Lakers had the shot. But things calmed down pretty well from then on to the credit professionalism of all the players. But have a look at it if you like a little bit of tension there in that quarter early on. Has the Lakers' in-season court grown on fans, or does winning on it help? Ted O of Sacramento. Well, that's a great question. Have a look at that court. I'm starting to think the Lakers is one of the prettier courts in it. The colours, they're not as obtrusive as the other ones, but see what you think. Go and have a look at the court. What about D-Lo? D-Lo's 12 in a row. Mike O from San Luis Obispo. Yes, D-Lo got 12 points in a row for the Lakers when they went on a 15-0 run in that third quarter, despite letting the other team score two points more than them in the overall quarter. Um, a little, few turnovers, a little bit lax on, on the defence. I'm sure the coach will be getting on top of that. Darvin Ham. What about the AD block party, asked one of our listeners. On the Defensive Player of the Year, did he say, welcome to LA's Defensive Player of the Year? That's from Clayto at Clayton. Yes, he did. He loved blocking. He got two in a row on him early in the game to start with just two in the one passage of play. Have a look at that, Jackson. And then uh, later on, Jackson spun. He was a bit out of control. And AD, it was an easier one to block. He absolutely smacked it out, spiked it out, volleyball style. Who would predict Reeves would have 11 rebounds before he had 10 points? Says Big Muns at blocks tons. Yeah, you wouldn't think a guy that size could get 11 points in a double-double before he even got 10 points when he's such a good little scorer. But he did. But gee, I tell you, he, he, he got on the double-double with a beautiful... Beautiful long three-pointer. Go and have a look at it. What about Rui is the next question. Here's one about Rui. Those long twos without an arch on them. Has he turned that shot into an art form? Jono at Scotown. Well, Jono at Scotown. Rui has started. I think he's getting a bit of form back from being out. He was always a good mid-range two-point shooter coming from the Washington Wizards. And what surprised us in the finals was he hit in the playoffs a good number of threes just as uh, Russell was having a quiet time, upstepped uh, Rui uh, in those uh, in the playoffs there. And um, yes, yeah, he's turned that shot into something of an art form, particularly the night. He was hitting the long um, two, and that's why he was the second highest scorer tonight, Rui Hachimura. Has the first quarter Calzone's idea worked, and did the crowd get tacos as well? Is a question there from uh, one of our listeners there. I think it's Mick Levy at uh, Dean City. Well, Mick at Dean City, uh, the first quarter Calzone's, that was an idea from one of our listeners. He said we keep, we keep going for these tacos at the end of games, but we've got too much work to do. So we want Calzone's. First quarter, Calzones. That was it. And it, tonight it worked. And last game it worked. It seems to work better at the home game. Maybe the sponsor of the Calzones is there. I'm sure they're listening there at uh, Crypto. And they'll be getting a sponsor, the Lakers organisation of Calzones for the first quarter. We want to hear the chant. And I think it helps the players focus as well. Did injuries smash our opponent tonight? Mo from Memphis. Well, Mo, that's a fair question. I know you support a whole lot of teams. And you, you, you know, you've come from Brooklyn to Memphis so you say, but uh, yeah, to be fair, look, no Steve Adams, uh, no uh, Jai Morant on the suspension there, uh, and they lost um, the big man, uh, Marcus Smart there, on the ankle roll, so they have had a few issues, particularly tonight, that they were unlucky there when Marcus Smart rolled the ankle, the game was never quite the same, to be fair, but the Lakers had to take care of business, they didn't do that well against Portland, they kept letting them back in, so tonight it was nice to see them 
win finishing strong in that fourth quarter, even at the expense of a team that had a few injuries themselves to key players, really. What is the next for the Lakers? Well, the Lakers have got uh, an important couple of games coming up here. They've got Sacramento tomorrow, so we've got to turn around and play tomorrow, 7 p.m. at Crypto. So uh, a back-to-back. Let's see what the load management type of approach is there with LeBron. We've got Portland up at the Motor Centre there on Friday, 7 p.m. Friday, so uh, one day off and then on the road up to Portland. But that's an in-season tournament game. We talked about Utah and the Lakers both being on top of that pool. The Lakers ahead on the points differential, which was the Tim Huggs question, and that's a good one. And good thing tonight, they stretched it in that fourth quarter. Uh, One day rest and another day later, we're back on Sunday. Back to crypto, 6.30, the Los Angeles Lakers versus Houston. Can we fix that? Right that wrong where Houston beat us, the young team. First time we played them there. They are going well this year, not to be taken lightly. Very athletic team and exciting young team there. And uh, the 21st on Tuesday, so a lot of games where just one day in a rest, no rest, uh, no day's rest in between. The next game, of course, Sacramento. Um, so we're going uh, Sacramento, Portland. Uh, then we're going, um, sorry, the Houston Rockets. And the next one is that game for that in-season tournament. That's the reason we're can- keeping you on here. 21st, that's on Tuesday, 7 p.m., that in-season tournament game against Utah, the other leader in this uh, pool. So that's what's up for the Lakers. A great win tonight. Uh, and what a great uh, effort there to get those three-pointers. They were flowing, and to get that extra rest there for the Lakers, what a great win, and uh, let's hope it continues. Hope Darwin Ham's right and wasn't just trying to give the team a little bit of confidence when he said he thought they were uh, just trying to get used to each other and they would find the three-pointer. You've been listening to the Larry Lakers. They were the questions from the people. Keep sending them to the Larry Lakers at Gmail. Thanks for listening. Thanks for also going to the podcast. Please give us a subscription and a like. I hope you'll enjoy the next couple of shows. Look forward to seeing the Sacramento Kings tomorrow v. the Lakers.